Oh, hey. What up, sugar tits? And oh. a child walked in as I said it. <laughs> well, now I have to put on a front. I am so offended. You should be appalled. I can't believe myself. Another child has walked up to me. <laughs> you get no respect. At all. <laughs> Like, no respect. Are you reclaiming your time? I would like to reclaim my time. Can you guys leave? I'm recording here. Thanks. Bye. Get out, spawn of my loin. Oh, my God. I'm just going to go straight into the intro. I can't. Hey, world. Welcome back to another episode of A Thousand Miles Apart. I am Stephanie. And I'm Takara, and this is our podcast, where we're two best friends who sadly live 1,000 miles apart. Wah. Boo! Boo. Boo to me for moving. Well, I would say that that was actually a really good move for you. Oh, then boo to you for staying. Man, I really like living here, though. I mean... Not maybe not 100% my specific situation, but I enjoy this state. It's weird. I know. I know. Can you imagine if I followed you? How might our lives be different if you went down there and like a year or two later I came I came down there? It's big enough where we could make space for each other. And still, you know, find time for each other. Because I think after a while, we probably get tired of each other, like being up in each other's faces and whatnot. But I would have loved to have you around while I was raising these kids. Oh, yeah. Help me reach (laughs) these kids. (laughs) Oh, my God. Cartman, stand and deliver. How do I reach these kids? (laughs) Shit. Um, that would have been great. I definitely would have been a great babysitter. Um, you know what's funny, actually, is I was thinking about my career as a babysitter, uh, a teenage babysitter. I thought I was a great mm-hmm. babysitter, but I think I was actually a terrible babysitter. And the, Damn. the people who left me in charge of their children are truly reckless. All right, so oh. I was more concerned about having fun with the kids because I was like uh, 14, 15, watching actual babies, you know? And um, I wanted to have fun as a teenager who was like active. I was riding my bike around the neighborhood, rollerblading. And then, you know, you're latched on to like a toddler and a three-year-old or three or four-year-old in it or at one point I was babysitting the neighbor's kids and one girl was my sister's age and another girl was like three years younger so anyway uh I was a bad babysitter because I did not really want to watch kids I just wanted to be in somebody else's house watching tv or you know (laughs) (laughs) going 
still going to the park like I usually do, but just with these extra kids and not really wanting to watch them. Um, yeah. The only find out you got to the park and was like, be free. The only kid that I legitimately really took care of was my um godbrother because he's the one that I watch from basically infancy. Um, mm. I was like 14 years old, getting up three o'clock in the morning to fix him a bottle and stuff like that. So yeah, that was my that was my little buddy. Aww. Yeah, but I really didn't know wow. anything. I li- I straight up didn't know anything. I remember I changed him. He was wet. I changed him, and then um, my mother went to pick him up. And she was like, Takara, his pants are wet. And I was like, his pants weren't wet five minutes ago. I don't know why they're wet. So she was like, uh, go, go change him again. So I went to change him again. And my mother kind of came up behind me. And she was like, you, you have to put his little thing down. Takara. I was like, what? Oh my God. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so his little baby pee was pointing up yeah. and you was like okay I'm gonna just lay this on your, on your stomach <laughs> be free so yeah oh my god this little kid probably get a piss in his face <laughs> <laughs> he probably was awful I was an awful babysitter oh my god no kids love that me is- so that, that's one thing even though I do teach them bad stuff, like the neighbors from across the street, I remember one day I was like, hey, do you guys ever slide down your stairs in a sleeping bag? And they were like, the fuck? They were like what? And I said, um, yeah, I can't do it on my stairs at home because we have like rubber grips, grip slab things on the steps. But before we had that, we used to be able to slide down the stairs. And you guys don't have those grips, so you can slide down the stairs. And uh, sure enough, nobody had a sleeping bag, but they had comforters. So I showed them, you just like burrito yourself into a comforter, into the bottom half. And then you slide down the steps and it's freaking great. So I started something there. I'm pretty sure they got in trouble at one point. Do don't I, maybe I missed that part with telling the kids don't do this shit around your parents. But oh my god, yeah, I'm so happy that my steps are carpeted. So you didn't tell my kids this dumb shit. Your steps are not conducive to that because you have flights. You have like mini flights. You have like. 10 like 10 steps and then there's like uh i don't know a a floor where you can stand and then you go up they there. have pulled them they have pulled each other in sleeping bags down the stairs <laughs> <laughs> both said but it's not <laughs> so the light fun. Is that way is not fun you need like a solid 14 steps to make it fun I am glad I never sent a kid down the steps in a tote, though, because I considered it. Um, like, would you have built a ramp for it or just straight down the stairs and they would have flipped out? Uh, for the tote? 
Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't have done a ramp. I would have just been like, um, there's got to be a way to get this to go straight out. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was convinced this is like <laughs> tangent queens. We really should call ourselves tangent queens. Um, oh my God. But the same baby who, you know, I was, I, I didn't put his stuff down, so he kept peeing on himself. Um, when he got a little bit older, because I was constantly babysitting him, him and um his siblings, I was always babysitting them. Th- when he was about two and change, or maybe closer to three or four, I was just convinced that you could use a sled as a boat. So I took them to like a neighborhood park. It actually it was a school. It was like a high school and there was a playground and it was snowy and icy, but it was starting to warm up. So there were like giant ice puddles everywhere. And on the track going around this school, um, there was just a deep, deep ice puddle. Well, I'm calling it deep, deep, but it was deep enough for this sled. So I said, all right, we got the lightest little kid right here. I got a sled. And I said, I just want to see something. I just want to see if you can, like, ride in this water like a boat. And he was all for, you know, he was a baby. What does he know? So I put this baby in the sled, in the ice water. And it held for about a minute. And then it sunk. And he got soaking wet. And I had to bring this icy, shivering baby back home. <laughs> like, this is why I say I was the worst babysitter. I was the worst. Oh, you cut out. Huh? Can you hear me? Takara. Uh-huh. No, I didn't cut out. cut out. You cut out. Well, baby. Oh, no. We have to start over again. No, just keep it going. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or you can start over. I don't care. Um, no, I I don't have any any more to add to that story. But yeah, all that to say, I was a bad babysitter. You should have gotten your ass whooped. The girl right. across the street, the youngest one. I don't know. I was just kids are like mes. They were mesmerized by me. I think kids really looked up to me because I was fun, and I wasn't like their parents, and I wasn't strict, and I wasn't mean. But um, like they really did do the dumb crap that I did. Um, one of the girls, I could. I, I don't know. My mom offered to take us to a park somewhere else. The girl. Uh, the girls across the street and only the youngest one wanted to go. So her mom was like, yeah, she can go with you guys. So my mom took all my sister, the younger girl and myself to this park. And this park had a stream going through it. And uh, I'm not scared of no dead fish. So I took a stick and I tied I don't know. Maybe I had thread. Maybe I used a shoestring. I don't even know. But I did something stupid where I had a, a fake little fishing line and I was fake fishing while I was 
really trying to catch something, but I, I wasn't going to catch anything in this stream. But there was a, a good size dead fish on the bank of this stream. So sure enough, I went over there, checked it to make sure it didn't have a bunch of bugs or maggots coming out of it. And I was like, oh, this is a freshly dead fish. That's perfect for my purposes. So I hooked this dead fish on the end of my fake fishing pole. And I went up to the youngest girl. And I said, look what I look what I caught. And she was so excited. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I, it was dead. But um, she wanted to take the fish home to show her mother. Oh, my God. And we snuck the fish in my mom's car. And she brought that dead fish to her <laughs> And this is the part of the story where you should have been choke slammed. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you know what? This is proof that it's a good thing that we have remained a thousand miles apart for 17 years. Because if any of my kids brought a dead fish home because Auntie Cara was like, yeah, you can take it home. Girl, that'd be the end of our friendship. I can't talk to but, you no more. But would they have died? That is the question. They, our I friendship would die. Look, I, that same girl who wanted dead fish, later we were at that same school park with the track where you know I let the baby get soaking wet in frozen water um we were going down this dirt hill that had exposed tree roots on it i knew the roots were <laughs> i knew the roots were there and how to avoid them but she didn't know she was like eight Aww. and she flipped over her bike going down the roots oh and, shit and, uh, she scraped herself up pretty good so I had to send one of the kids to her house to get her mom to come get her because she would not walk. Oh, oh, just, just irresponsible in a way. And people still kept trusting you around children. I guess. I mean, I didn't kill none of them, so I guess that's good. And I was cheap. I was cheap. Listen here. Like like the one who who I watched all three of the kids. Mm. Um I was supposed I don't I never even negotiated rates or anything. She would call and be like, Hey, can you babysit? And I'll be like, Yeah, sure. And I was like 14, so of course it they were coming to my house and they were gonna be staying overnight. So of course it had to be clear with my mother. So they would get on the phone and they would talk about whatever. And my mother would be like, yeah, that's fine. So the kids would come over. The kids would be with me the whole time. And the only time my mother was involved was when she would say, hey, um, you know, tell them to come eat if she cooked or we would order pizza or something. Um, but then like the next day, their mom would come and get them. I never saw any money. That money always went to my mother. And mm. I'd be like, she didn't do anything though. Like <laughs> she, that's how cheap I was. I didn't even get paid half the time. Oh shit. No, no one knew of your hijinks, but I think <laughs> karma, that bitch named karma, she knew 
that you didn't deserve any payment. I'm saying like I was such a dope babysitter so hearing these stories I'm like oh my god like no no (laughs) no no one would have hired me again and it was just family that I watched but it's no I couldn't let anything happen I I was so good to the point where you left your kids who were a year or two older than me with me Cause you knew I was gonna make sure that they didn't burn down the house, run away, or do anything stupid. I wouldn't have liked you. You don't sound like you were fun. I was fun-ish. Nah. Um. It depends. Like I've, I don't know. It depends. It depends on your age group. What are we getting into? But as long as, like, if it was just me and younger kids. I had fun. I played hide and go seek. I would cook for you and with you. I made sure you had your snacks. I'll watch Bob the Builder, all that stuff. Barney, Barney'd out. All my little cousins that are now in their early 20s, Barney'd me out. I knew all the songs, all the dances. Hey, Mr. Was it Knickerbocker? Boppity bop. I like yep. it the way that you boppity bop. <laughs> <laughs> I did all that. But they knew I was going to keep them other ones in check because I wasn't afraid to swing at my older cousins. So, oh. <laughs> and it was only the older boys that I had to keep an eye on. And you, you, I think, you know, at least one of the two or three that I'm talking about, you, you, you know him. So yes, I had to watch them and keep an eye on cousins that are a year and, and two years older than me, because if they acted up, I'm just going to pop you. What you about to do? I'm going to hit you aside your head. You're not about to hit me back. I know that you're stronger than me now, but you're not about to hit me back because you know that when my parents get back, they're going to kill you if one (laughs) little curl is messed up on my head. So you have no choice but to listen to me. I was straight. You were a dictator. I was not a dictator. I was a mini Caroline. Oh, so you were a small dictator. (laughs) (laughs) I rule the small nation in in Les Projects, and I am fine with that. I am fine with that. But I didn't. I didn't dare do any hijinks. Like I did. I did crazy stuff with my cousins, but. Nothing like what you did. Oh my god! I, I didn't do anything too bad. Good I don't lie. Somebody had a whole dead fish in their house. <laughs> yeah, that was that was interesting. Mm-mm. It's all right. Nobody died. That's all that's important. Is nobody died. That's great. So speaking speaking of nobody dying. Hmm. You had a very harrowing experience recently. Listen, I wasn't going to say this, but I'm going to say it. If you are not currently a parent, stay that way. (laughs) Just messed up. So (laughs) Friday, (laughs) you know, I'm working from home, chilling, chilling, minding my business. And (laughs) I'm in a meeting and two out of three of my children come bursting into my room. I'm listening to this meeting in my AirPods so I don't hear them 
like I, well, I can't make out what they're saying, but I see them run into my bathroom. Maybe they're for something. All of a sudden, the hubs comes busting it. Stephanie, there's water all over our kitchen. I'm like, what in the whole hell? No. So I hurry up and hang up from the meeting. I didn't have to talk on it. No one knew I was missing. Get off the meeting, knock over my cup. So now there's water all over my keyboard. Hurry up and pick it up, dab off the water and run downstairs. Only to be presented with even more water. No. So I get downstairs. There's an AC vent right above my sink. And there is water gushing out of it. And I had no clue how much had gushed out prior to me getting downstairs until I walked into, ki- into the kitchen and almost bust my ass because there was so much water on the floor. So we just got our ACs um, replaced, which we talked about in the last podcast. So immediately we're thinking it must be the AC. Hubs gets on the phone. He's calling the AC people. Two out of three of the kids are like, well, last night I had a hard time flushing the toilet. It wouldn't go down. Oh, this kid, I just used the toilet and it wouldn't go down. I had to plunge it a lot. And I'm like, hang up the phone. It's a plumbing issue. The kid's bathroom is directly above our kitchen. And we had an issue before where my youngest clogged the toilet. It overflowed. And would not stop overflowing. And it ended up coming into the kitchen before, but not like this. So <sighs> we call a plumber. And I just I I was so fuming, mad. I could not stop shaking. Like I shook for three hours straight because I didn't know what the hell was going on. Like this could not just be shit in toilet tissue like how what kind of hard ass shit did you put in the pipe to make it come into my kitchen like ew so yeah anywho so you knew something was up i knew something was wrong however like i the plumber gets here and we bring him upstairs mind you the hubs is already scared not scared, but kind of concerned about our toilet upstairs because his father had just redid our upstairs bathroom. He did a new tile and did a new toilet about a year, year and a half ago. And so he's like, oh my gosh, what if my father didn't do it right? And this isn't his father's first rodeo. Like his father built the house that his parents lived in from the ground up or whatever. So like he's, he knows how to do this stuff, but he mm-hmm. had, he had mentioned to me in that moment that his father couldn't find the right size of something that that the toilet would go on. And he was like, oh, my gosh, he kind of like rigged something up. What if he MacGyvered it wrong and all this sort of stuff? And I'm like, nah, I don't think it's your father. Like, hold off on calling your parents. Let's see what the plumber says. So <clears throat> the plumber's doing his plumber thing. He's drilling, not even drilling. He cut two rectangles into my kitchen ceiling to find the source of it rule out the ac it is coming from so there's three pipes he set up in the ceiling one for the toilet one for and two for other things i don't fucking know one was about the toilet line (laughs) so that's where it's coming from and there is water pooling up because the toilet can't flush right 
and is pooling up in the ceiling of my kitchen. Gross. I did. I had the man up. Girl, when I tell you, I wanted to cry in front of that man. <laughs> but I was like, nah. You know, I texted you the whole time. Like, I'm mad. And <laughs> the dude, the dude goes upstairs and goes to remove the toilet from the floor. And I heard like the hubs say, You gotta be shitting me. Ooh. So I go upstairs and I'm like, what is it? He said, there's a yogurt cup and popsicle sticks clogging the line. I've heard this story and every time you tell it to me, I'm like gasping. That's oof. Because how do you not throw a kid out the window at this point? <laughs> what do you mean there's a yogurt cup and, and popsicle sticks in the line? Like, no, I'd much rather you tell me that you had to pull a hard shit out of this line <laughs> at this point. So it's crunched up. So I don't know if it was crunched prior prior to the flush or after, but whatevs. So while this news is being delivered to me, my oldest son is standing next to my husband. And at first I thought he looked guilty. It might have been concerned, but in that moment it felt like guilt. And I said, I whispered. Through my teeth, you know, like that clenched teeth thing where you talk through your teeth. Yeah. I said, let me go downstairs before I kill a fucking child. Oh, and I walked away and I continued to text you and I tried not to cry. I don't know how many cigarettes I smoked in that moment, but thank God for cartons during the Rona. Mm-hmm. So... Dude clears out the clog, puts the toilet back or whatever, sets up services for people to come back. And after he left, my husband went sicko mode on our oldest son. How could you do this? You you know, he has a history of sneaking food, but honestly hasn't really done it in a while. Mm -hmm. How could you do this? You've cost us thousands of dollars. What do you have to say for yourself? He says, I didn't do this. And he was like, tell me the truth. Tell me the truth. And now I hear the fear in his voice. And he's like, I feel like if no matter what I tell you, you're going to hit me. Oh. And I told my husband, hey, ask the other two kids. I believed him when he said that because it wasn't a, um, it wasn't something where it didn't sound like his normal, I'm trying to cover my tracks type of statement. Mm-hmm. And I think that at the age of 16, he's old enough to know better than to really challenge his father in a disrespectful way. Right. He spoke his mind. No matter what I say, you're going to hit me because you already don't believe me. Mm-hmm. So I said, hey, the other two kids, he goes into the baby's room, the nine-year-old, the Stephanie clone, and And just went to go ask him, did you flush a yogurt cup down the toilet? And this little boy had the nerve to say yes. You sat there in your room and heard your brother getting chewed out. You heard when the plumber said what he found and you said nothing. Sitting there playing (gasps) fucking Roblox. Shut it all down. Oh my God. I didn't know that he was sitting there playing the game like real nonchalant like that. Girl, like, do-do-do-do-do. No, sir. 
No, sir. You saw that that sewage water flowing down the stream <laughs> of our goddamn kitchen? Like, no, sir. So, you know, I I go to question him. Why didn't you say anything? You heard what was going on. What what made you think that flushing these things was a good idea? He said nothing, and his eyes just filled up with water. And I'm like, don't cry now. Like, this is this is major. I was like, you know, I'm at a loss for words. I don't even know what to say. And when I said don't cry now, his tears <laughs> instantly stopped. There was no remorse in this kid's face. Like, nothing. Like, when I know I could cry at the drop of a dime, this kid is oh, way better than me. Stephon Steroids. And, uh, and I these kids have never seen my theatrics. <laughs> it's all hereditary. It's all hereditary. But I'm like, dude, like, first of all, thank God it did go down-ish or whatever. And it wasn't something that happened in the middle of the night where no one would have been awake for this to, to happen. Like, I'm, I don't even care that it happened during the workday. I'm happy that it did because we're all up and we can all witness it and call right. someone to fix it. What if this happened while I was asleep and it's one, two o'clock in the morning and I come downstairs and my whole ceiling is right. on the floor? Like, I need you to really consider all of this. And I'm like, dude, there's water all up and through the ceiling. And it's not like it was a, a pipe that sprung a leak. This is coming from the toilet. Your brothers both said that they took Ugh. a shit <laughs> after the fact. So there is Takara, when I tell you, they they put down a fan. Sherman had put it on the fan at first. And when he put it down, I said, move it because the water is brown. Ugh. I kid you not. I said, there is shit on our floor. Move the fan away from the shit. The same fan that we used when the AC went out. Did your so then did when your the other guy get wet at all? No, okay. no, n- none of it went on the carpet. But it was, <laughs> oh, it's not, Lord, it's not funny. It was just, just the way you it No, awful. and it's fine. Yeah. It's fine now. Like I'm not, I'm not pissed like I was before. Like assessments have happened. There's no more ceiling in my kitchen at this moment while we speak. The guys were here taking up all the tile that I took my sweet time picking out so that my father-in-law could put down. I didn't like anything I saw in the store, and that is what I I came up with. Like I'll just all right. This is the best out of everything I've seen. But my father-in-law took his time to put this stuff down, teaching his son how to lay tile, how to install a toilet. They had a whole father-son bonding moment. And it all just, and I paid out of pocket for this. I didn't ask my father-in-law to do any of this. You know, this wasn't no like, I love you so much. Here's a new floor gift. I paid for this. Like that was my first home improvement project that I had done. And it's gone. Like there is just empty floor in their bathroom. My kids probably stink like a mug because the water has been off all day long. No one took a shower. 
except for me in this house, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> it's just, well, I'm a girl. I got to clean my lady parts. Bump that. I ain't about to sit around here smelling like stank coochie all day because I done sweat my well, ass off. Bump I'm sorry, that. but balls but, stink. So, like, that, that balls oh, yeah. stink. So, they, they need to be scrub-a-dub-dubbing, too. Mm-hmm. I will make sure everyone eventually takes a shower. <laughs> but right now we're recording. But yeah, it's just, oh my God. So Kendall's on punishment. That baby is on punishment. And part of his punishment was I knew that they were getting ready to tear everything out the out the bathroom. I didn't care. You now have to scrub this stuff clean before they take it out. Uh-huh. So he... He cleaned everything. He cleaned the countertop, um, which is now it sitting in my garage. He cleaned the toilet, which is also in my garage. He cleaned the floor, which is in the trash. Like he had to clean it all. The only thing that didn't have to be taken out of that bathroom was the tub. And he cleaned it all. And there's more to the whole vanity is gone. On. And that's a big vanity. It's a big two-person vanity. Oh. And it's, it's it's in the garage. The, the sink, the last time I saw the sink itself, it was sitting by my back door. They have our kitchen closed off like there's a whole virus that they're trying to contain. You have to unzip the damn plastic to get into the kitchen now, which has no ceiling. And it's like that part of I'm ET just, towards the end. That's what it sounds like. Remember ET the movie? I don't remember. ET. Oh, you're awful, I, bitch! You talk down to me like I'm a child. <laughs> you are awful because I knew you weren't gonna know which part I was talking about. I saw ET in the '80s. Who who doesn't see ET since the '80s? It's, it's like a it's a childhood classic that you watch over and over again. No, and we had them on VHS growing up. I never watched it when again. we were teenagers. I was a creep, and I used to walk up to you with my finger and go phone home. Like, come on, I know, I know about phone home. I know Elliot. <laughs> I know all that shit. I don't remember. I don't remember insignificant stuff. Like, I know the pop culture references to a movie that I saw. I don't remember the movie like that. Okay. Now you put on some five heartbeats, bitch. I got you word for word. It's okay. I don't know. You know, I like shaming people for not knowing pop culture references. People are mean. <laughs> uh, you, it's just easiest to trigger you, but I do shame other people besides you. I need to witness this. <laughs> I don't believe you. I feel like you're a dick towards me. And you're so all right. Here's how I see you. Real talk. You're a medium-sized dick towards other people. <laughs> like, like when you when you give it to them, they're like, I feel it. You know what I'm saying? There, there's no question of are you in yet? They feel it, but it doesn't have that impact. It doesn't have that oomph, right? And then when it comes to me, you're the largest dick <laughs> pop. Third leg dick. Wow. And it hurts. You demolish my walls. That's your intention. You demolish my walls 
every chance you get. I meant to be overly graphic, by the way. Don't listen to this with your kids. It is marked as explicit when you go to listen to it. But I feel like that's how you are. You are a wall-wrecking dick, a uterus-shifting dick. I felt it in my guts, and I think some other organs got shifted. Most people call me nice. You're the only one that calls me mean consistently. Because you you don't... you. They don't know you like I do. Bitch, I know you more than half my life. You're a sensitive thug. You can dish Your it, point? you can dish it, but you can't take it. You are just as but bad as me. <laughs> I know that I can't take it. I don't want to take it. I gave it to you for a reason. You take it. I know that I can I dish it and I can't take it. I know that I'm a bully like a motherfucker. I know that I'm a spoiled brat. I'm used to getting my way. And I don't let you get your way. You don't. And that's why it bothers me. That is why my heart is shifting. Because your dick's so big. <laughs> Shit. I had a whole arrhythmia, whatever it's called. <laughs> because of you. My shit don't beat right. Like, um, people who know me, but obviously don't know me, know me. Um, mostly do say, oh, Kara, you're so sweet. You're so nice. But they peg my sarcasm slash cynicism as um, like mild meanness or me being mischievous, which is cute. Mm. I'm just like, oh, that's cute. And that's because I'm not full-blown asshole to strangers. You can't be full-blown asshole to strangers. But I'm an asshole that Yeah, based on the stuff that you tell me, you do not discriminate. You are an asshole mm-hmm. to everyone from the people at the gas station to mm-hmm. <laughs> like the people in the doctor's office to anybody who basically gives you an opening, you will take that opening and you will destroy them. And you I'm an equal opportunity asshole. Yeah, and you just like hope that they laugh and don't take it too too bad but if they don't laugh oh well you said what you said I said Nene Leaks I said <laughs> what I said like, I, I really fuck your feelings I don't care if you took the time to, most times when people get my wrath it's because they approach me I don't go seeking out people to hurt people come to me with the bullshit <laughs> And then I got to push you away. So I'm just, I'm mean as I can be up front. And, but I'm silly as hell too. So I don't think that people initially think that I'm mean. But I am I mean it though. Like you can ha ha kiki, but you're going to cry in the car. <laughs> just wait. Just wait. But I'm like that with everyone. I have yet to see you be full on big dick energy. With people, not even big dick energy, but just a, a big dick to other people. Like, and that's probably because I don't spend a lot of time with you around um, a lot of other people. Like, most times when I'm around you, we're around my family. Yeah. Like, I don't see you around like your friends or whatever. I don't, I think that's a topic for another time. I do feel some kind of way about that. Aww. If any of Takara's friends listen to this, hi, my name is Stephanie. I have known Takara since I was 12 years old. 
we met because somebody told me that Takarva had sunflower <laughs> seeds and I wanted some. And then boom, we became best friends ever since. Maybe not ever since, but fast friends. And we had other friends that introduced us to each other that no longer exist in our lives. I hope you listen to <laughs> Anywho, I'm her best friend. You can't have that position, but that's neither here nor there. I would love to meet you. What you're getting right now is truly who I am. If you can tolerate this, let me know. Hit me up on our um, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Oh at a thousand miles apart. <laughs> you like if Takara has any friends out there, it's like a, a home. It's like a lighthouse light. Come to me. This is where I am. <laughs> Come find me. Come see about me. Nobody because nobody has ever tried to take your spot. I will tell you that much. Nobody has ever tried. To take I'm tough competition, but you know, I'm very tough competition. Um, it, it'll it'll happen. You have met. You've only met Steph, huh? I met Stephanie. I met your old roommate. You met Jen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you met Jen. And yeah, everyone else is associated with Stephanie. There's like one other person, but um, yeah, those are the only two people I met. And I we went on a whole trip with Stephanie. I love her, not just because her name is Stephanie and she spells it correctly. (laughs) Like if you don't spell your name S T E P H A N I E, you can't read. Your mama can't read. Your daddy can't read. Whoever named you is wrong. But anyway. I love her to pieces. She was a lot of fun. And I don't know if you feared um, us being, you know, in close quarters for so long at all. But I I had reservations to some degree, only because it's just I, I've never gone out of town with someone I don't know. Mm-hmm. But she proved to be a lot of fun. And I mean, yeah, like Vegas, like loosen up, lighten up. And um, get fucked. That up. was great, yeah. All that that was a great time, and it was really yeah. fun. Um, the uh, I've always had diverse diverse friend groups, so and I don't I don't understand how I attract certain people because my friends are all so different. I mean. Mm-hmm. they're all so very very different like the, where they come from their backgrounds everything so I attract a lot of different people strangely enough for as weird as I am um and they become like really good friends of mine and mm, we both know we can both be assholes to each other and just like you said like mm-hmm. you're you're you give your assholeness to everybody whereas I gentle it so let me tell you like my friend Nicole when we first met she trained me for my she was trained me for my job and we found that we had a lot of stuff in common but at one point she straight up told me she's like I cannot stand your sarcasm she said your sarcasm it's like somebody taking a knife and stabbing you in the stomach over and over again. And I was Did you twist I the was knife? looking at her like, what? Because 
You got to twist the knife to let people know that it's real. But when she said that, honestly, I never felt like my sarcasm was that bad. Sarcasm just rolls off my tongue because just like if people give you an opening, Mm -hmm. people give me an opening, my mind just goes there. I can't help it. And if I think it might make somebody laugh, because in my opinion, most people get sarcasm and they laugh at sarcasm so when you don't laugh at sarcasm i'm just like are you too stupid for it or are you really just that Mm. dull and um nicole is not stupid or dull so when she said that i was just like oh my my sense of humor doesn't work on her i don't understand we have so much other stuff in common but I grew on her. I grow on people like a, a ravenous weed, like a, um, what do you call those things? Exotic plants that shouldn't be here. Invasive species. I, I was thinking of fungus, <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. Invasive species. <laughs> I grow on people like an invasive species and they can't, they can't hate me. Um, there, I'm sure there are some people that really just can't stand me, uh, but I don't think I've met any of those people in recent memory. And if, and, awesome. if, and if I have met them, fuck them, because they haven't they I haven't know. made it uh, they haven't made it obvious to me. Because people, if yeah. you can't stand me, that's fine with me. Um, I am. I am a very, I can be very, very petty. I'm trying to work on it. I have gotten much better over the years, but I still have no problem acting like you don't exist. Like, yeah, don't not speak to me when we see each other in passing, like in the hallway or something. Don't not speak to me. And then all of a sudden, when there's like a bunch of people, in a break room or something and everybody's saying hi and then you say hi i'm just like i don't fucking I, I don't see you sorry who who was that i heard an echo in here like <laughs> like i don't care um anyway oh anyway God. well you already know i feel like if people can't really get along with me they have a problem with themselves you have a self-hate <laughs> issue and you need to get it's that not it's not with me when I tell you I'm actually a lovable asshole like people like it's it's crazy you know why I'm so but no like I, I'm easy to get along with I, I told why? you I told you when I was down there and you were like you are the only person that talked to me that oh, way yeah. and I said because and it's because of that reason that I have to talk to you this way because nobody in your That's life true. checks you I'm the only one. No one checks me. <laughs> no one checks me. Like the hubs will attempt to check me here and there, but normally it's because he has reached his wits end. He has had enough <laughs> and he is he, he's about to push me out the damn window. But it's you know, also that makes for a bad marriage for him to like if he spoke to me the way you did, I wouldn't be married. I would have been left his ass. Hell no. You can't what? <laughs> now that's a big dick I don't want, sir. You, you fuck that. Goodbye. Kids pack your shit. Let's go. But <laughs> yeah, you are legit the only person who truly checks me. And it's not, it's it's we true we live out those memes that people post about um, you know, a good friend should be able to call you on your bullshit type uh-huh. of memes. 
every everyone doesn't have that. Like I have a lot of, not a lot, but I have a, a you know a, a circle of friends that I'm really cool with who have managed to last in my life for the last like seven or eight years, mm-hmm. and I don't even have that kind of bond with them where we all honestly call each other on our on each other's bullshit or whatever. But you and I, <laughs> woo child. Like you legit will tell me no, but Steph, you're wrong, or or you know, or just let me know when I'm just when I'm being a brat, and it throws me off because I'm like, wait, no one put Stephanie in the corner. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> like, no one does that. My own mother don't even check me. Like, wow. But I appreciate it though in the end because. I know that you always you're always gonna keep it real with me when I'm just totally wrong about stuff. And when I'm right, you give me props. So it's like, you know, you give me a little nice little abusive balance. <laughs> but you do the same to me, but you don't um you don't do it in a mean way, really. You're very much way more encouraging about stuff than I am with you. Cause I think that um, maybe I you get really, really confident in something, and I'm like, bring it on downtown, homie. Bring it on downtown. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta deflate that ego a little bit. <laughs> Here's some reality. Here, have some. Have some reality. And that's fine. <laughs> like, I, but we still have a good balance. Yeah. Like, I I don't feel afraid to say stuff to you where other people I'm like, damn, we ain't gonna be able to kick it no more once I say this next statement. Right. Like <laughs> that's awful. Like she if you awful. can't really tell your friend stuff, like the important yeah. stuff, uh, I don't know. Not to say you can't be friends, right. but obviously they're like it, I call those peripheral friends. Yeah, y'all on the outskirts a little bit. You still my friend, but we not cool like that because if I tell you something truthful or something I think is going to help you to better yourself and I know that you're going to flip out about it or you're going to dead me, I'm good. I'm just, I'm not going to share that with you. You're not receptive Nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna share it with you and then close the door. <laughs> I'm gonna let you know. I've I don't think I've lost any friends over my mouth, like over things that I've said. The people that that haven't survived the the stuff coaster, the stuff experience, the um, they're just weaklings. The stuff op, how do you say it? Stephopolis. Yeah, that part. <laughs> Those people who didn't survive, they were digging holes to bury themselves along the way. So I just kicked them into their grave. That's where you wanted to be, right? <laughs> because if you dig, whenever you dig a hole for Stephanie, you dig one for yourself too. And I'm just going to push you in <laughs> because you're full of shit. Full of shit. So yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I cracked myself up. Anyway, it's fine. So I'm 
I'm a passive asshole and you're a blatant asshole. Yeah. All right. I like it. What you, what you see is what you get. Remember that, when was it? One time when I went home last year. How many times I go home? Two? Mm-hmm. So when I went home in September, when my cousin brought his friend over, his friend snitched to my mother talking about Stephanie's being mean to me. You just got here. You can't handle this? <laughs> like, but... <laughs> It's just little simple things. Like, first of all, you're in someone's house. Don't get comfortable. Right. I don't I don't know how well you know my mother. I don't know how many times you've been here. But one, your nickname is dumb. I ain't gonna call it out. It's very distinctive. But your nickname is dumb. The one, I think you should have been that was an oxymoron. Yes. Okay. So your nickname is dumb. His, when you were introduced to me, you should have told me your real name. Okay, yeah, that's true. And two, you're in my house. I don't give a he- I don't give a damn if I ain't live here since I was 19. It's still my house. <laughs> I still have a room. I still got pictures on the wall, boo-boo. And I still got shit in the closet. This is my house. You know what I'm saying? I just got taken off the lease and I ain't ain't lived here in a long ass time. (laughs) You're in my home. I'm going to need you to not act like you're super comfortable. I don't care how many times you've been here. When you see me, you need to be uncomfortable. I need to get to know you. And I, I grilled him. I wasn't nice. But it was like he thought he could challenge me. And he thought that he can get like a little game of wits. And I don't know where he thought it was going. And I'm I'm not even saying it was like flirty. It was annoying. Like you can't battle me. You don't know me. Don't let the fact that I have not lived here since I was 19 fool you. And he just annoyed me. And I cut him down to size. A man who is probably a foot or more taller than me. Called my mom. From down, from upstairs, it's like, Stephanie's being mean to me. Get out. I don't know where you were on the way to before you got here, but that's where you should have been instead. You picked the wrong destination. But that's how I am. It's he like a weird annoying. initiation. Yeah. He, you know, like, he don't... was annoying, and I, I don't know. I could see, like, if if you had more time, I could see that he might have not rubbed you the wrong way so much, like in another week or so. But at that moment, he he was annoying to me. I just sat there drinking my drink. I was like, I don't even like, like fix your you. plate and go. I don't even like fix your plate you. and go. You eating all the salted peanuts, bro. Like I've been eating all Bruh. the peanuts. You eating the peanuts. <laughs> Like the peanuts are there for the drinkers at the table, my friend. You ain't even drink no drink. You just came in and started eating handfuls of shit. I don't know you. Welcome to my home. Who are you again? I'm like that with everyone. Like, who are you? Why are you here? Sometimes it's a protective energy. Like, oh my God, major tangent. But remember when, when my father passed and we had like a house full of people for days mm-hmm. and this woman and her and her old and her adult daughter walked in, and I'm like, first of all, I was like, "Who are you? Why are you walking through my house?" Because mm. it's protective energy, as Kevin on stage would say. I got big poom poom energy, right? <laughs> Who are you? Why are you walking through my home? 
and they're they're looking at me like they want to ask me who I am. No, bitch, my picture on the on the wall, all over this house is a picture of Stephanie. Right. Who are you? <laughs> they had to stop and tell me who they were. Turns out it's my mom's neighbor. She's a really good friend, actually a, a nice person. <laughs> I enjoy her company from time to time. I didn't apologize for it, but I need to know why you just walking through my home. Like you walk right. from the front to the back, from the rooter to the tutor of the home. Who are you? Because I don't trust people. Like I have been in the same apartment and watched people walk through and everybody knew them but me. And they stole my Walkman in a video game along the way. No, <laughs> I need to know who you are. <laughs> who are you? And now we're cool, but I need you to know, not only is it big poom poom energy, I need to make sure that I let you know I'm going to protect my home. I don't care if I don't live here. It's still my house. It's all mine. And this is the energy you're going to get every time you see me. I might be nicer now because I know your name, but the asshole don't change. It's still there. Well, it's basically like, don't think just because I'm not physically here that I'm not going to protect my mama. Right. And it's like, don't don't think that she's a that she's here alone and that you could do whatever or you know no trust me you being everybody's being checked Takara so you know where that clock is in our in my mom's dining room I have considered Mm -hmm. moving my picture there so that I can stare at people while I'm not there Take this clock down. The clock is older than me. At one point, I don't know if you knew this, that clock used to light up and it turns different colors. No one has changed the battery. There's probably a corroded battery there. I am so fearful of ever helping my mom move. But anyway, I want to take that clock down, put my picture up and just stare at people. Like I need to put eyes on you. Who are you? Why are you here? But that, like you will you will know me this is my your picture is kind of all over mm-hmm. that living room it is like your, your graduation picture is like right there my daddy said <laughs> god rest his soul of my father to pieces my daddy said that he put my picture right underneath martin luther king because i <laughs> i cannot be higher than him there's no pictures of jesus in the house there's martin luther king and stephanie he said, you can't be higher than Martin Luther King on this wall, but I'm there. <laughs> Look, you just a step below Mr. King. I'm right, but I had Dr. a dream. Like, I had a dream that you would respect this big poom poom energy and just leave me alone. I might want to be bothered with you, but I'm going to test you. I'm going to haze you. I'm like a sorority, a one-person sorority. If you can get through it, then cool. We, I might rock with you. If I met you as an adult, I would hate you and stay away from you. That's fine. Because, yeah, because I would not, I probably wouldn't be able to tolerate it. Because I, you know, I'm not a sensitive thug like you are. <laughs> I just I just get mad if I feel like people are being insulting and it's unwarranted. 
like I might not get that you're joking. I would think I would probably think you're serious and I would want to fight. Like <laughs> so I would just stay away from that. But since I do since I do know you, I'd be like, no. You you go off on your little your little things and I, I'll just like pat you on the hand like they're there now. <laughs> But I mean, as Destiny, Destiny served us right. We met when we were 12 and I was greedy. I wanted to know why old girl had sunflower seeds and I didn't. <laughs> and I went, I went to a complete and total stranger and asked for sunflower seeds. Shit, this was the end of sixth grade now that I remember. So we were 11 when I asked you for the sunflower seeds. And then we end up in, you know, a lot of the same classes in seventh grade. And I'm like, I like her. She's silly as fuck like me. Yeah. And why would I not? Yeah. So at 12 years old, I I was, we were both sarcastic, but we weren't the asshole and big dicks <laughs> that we are now. You know what I'm saying? Like we 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 weren't as I guess as bad. It was a little bit more digestible because everyone was coming into their own. Right. But we we have evolved our sarcasm. It's like you're getting a sneak peek in this moment in seventh grade English class of the type of asshole bitches we about to be <laughs> And you know what? You're since you're reminding me it was sixth grade. Um, because I honestly thought it was seventh grade. But um, you know, what person is bringing sunflower seeds to gym class? Who's doing? Why were you in my gym class? Why did I do that? Why was I? Was I in your gym class or were you in mine? It was my gym class, and you were against the wall. Huh. So I don't know because we we shouldn't have had gym together because I was in blue house and you were in red house. So we should not have been in the same gym class. So I don't know what was going on with your teacher. Huh. But you were in my gym class. But you, I remember you were against the wall. Like away from like the basketball hoop, however. But if you walk into the gym, you're on the right hand side towards the back of the gym. I remember it like it was yesterday. Wow. <laughs> but but yeah, yeah. Like I just was like, ooh, where you get them sunflower seeds from? And they were like, Takara has them. I'm like, who's Takara? <laughs> and I walked up and I'm like, hi. I I don't I assume I was nice because I wasn't as bad yet. But heard you have some sunflower seeds. May have some. I, you know, that's that's my reenactment. <laughs> I kind of just remember. Um, I remember being in the gym class. I don't remember actually doing any gym activity. I remember having my pack of sunflower seeds, and I do know that like three people had already asked me for sunflower seeds. One being our mutual friend Sharon. Um, who's the one who you know when you said where'd you get those from, and she kind of brought you over to me, and mm-hmm. you asked for some, and I poured some in your hand, and I was just like I was always like doing stuff like that, sharing and crap, and it's weird because I hate to share, I really do, but once somebody asks me for something, I'm like okay sure, and then I. I feel bad because I really wanted to keep it all for myself. <laughs> I feel you. I can definitely feel you on that. And even in that moment, 
I walked up to a stranger, asked for sunflower seeds, and walked away. And <laughs> I don't know if other people ate sunflower seeds like me, but I'm someone where you shouldn't, at least at 12 years old, you should not share sunflower seeds with me because I might be spinning my shells back into my bed. Ew. Uh, I'm nasty. All right, suck all the soil off and then spit those back into the bag. And now they're soft and it's easier to crack. Disgusting. <sighs> I, mother, someone in the child, bitch, I ain't gonna have to share. Sunflower <laughs> seed eating evolved. Like, you want to talk about tangent queens? We didn't even talk about the stuff we wanted to talk about. So, like, basically, this is gonna be a whole episode right here yes. <laughs> like, just us talking about random shit which is fine we're out right now. <laughs> it's fine but um I, i'm really about to talk about how i eat sunflower seeds but when i used to eat them i started off eating one by one and i would suck the salt crack the shell eat the seed spit the shell like Put I, I started spitting into a cup to try to be more civilized, but a lot of people are actually just disgusted by people spitting yeah. anything. But it's like, what you want me to do? And then my seed eating evolved to the point where I was putting like 20 seeds in my mouth at one time. And then just like, <laughs> like, like, you know, those people that dip the tobacco that would be me I would have like 20 seeds in my mouth and I don't know how I didn't choke to death doing it but one by one I would crack the seed um crack the shell eat the seed spit the shell one by one like packed in my cheek like a squirrel and then I finally developed the technique of eating seeds which is how I eat them to this day where I eat three or four good size seeds like big ones and then i um and i take the um the shells off and i keep the seed in my mouth and then i take like a a crappy looking seed where it's like cracked or it's really small and i eat the whole thing with the shell mm. yeah like I'm a I'm a seed savage. I can't eat them like that anymore because uh, you know my pressure. Can't be re fucking wines. Re, re rewinds. Did you just say you eat the shell too? Only one. I will eat four seeds where I crack them and I keep the seed in my mouth, and then I will find one, basically a weak seed that has like a weak shell. And I will eat that with the shell. Yes. Yes, I do eat sunflower seed shells. Okay. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine like somebody listening? Go, did this bitch just say she eats shells? <laughs> Rewind. That was around the 104. Five one oh six six ish mark. Yeah. Um, that that happened. <laughs> Help you out there. Damn, I can't. I shall not. Yep, got got some strong teeth. I ain't gonna judge you. I'm not because who who am I to judge? <laughs> 
I have my quirks as well. <laughs> and I will not judge how you eat your sunflower seeds. No, Back no, to your earlier point. Tell no, people how I'm, long it takes you to finish breakfast. A long ass time. Okay. I eat slow as shit. To the point where when before my grandfather on my father's side passed, my cousins used to say, so my granddad was 98 when he died. And my cousins used to be like, I bet you granddad beat Stephanie for <laughs> eating this plate of food. <laughs> oh and when did granddad die? Granddad died nine years ago. So <laughs> this man would have been like 107. Oh so goodness. yeah, my granddad <laughs> ate a little bit faster than me. Just a smidge. But I eat really slow. I chew. I chew. And I chew. <laughs> <laughs> and then I stop. I take breaks. And a lot of times my food is cold by the time I finish it. In fact, when you were here for my birthday, um, when I had that cookout, my plate got thrown out. No, it wasn't when you were here. It was last year. It was a random cookout. My plate got thrown out because people didn't recognize the fact that I eat slow. I got tired of eating. I didn't want to chew anymore. <laughs> I, I needed a break, right? So I left my plate on the table. I put a napkin over it so that nothing got to it. And I went in the house. I mingled a little bit. I talked to some people, got a drink. And I, it gave everyone the big poom poom energy. Somebody <laughs> got mad at me. I'll tell that story later. But anyway, I come back out. I'm like, where the fuck my plate go? I was still eating. One of my homegirls was like, oh, I thought it was trash. How? Somebody did say, you know, Stephanie eats slow. I'm slow <laughs> as hell, man. Like, bro, it, it boggles me. How the fuck am I fat and I eat slow as shit? You would think that you know what I mean? The way I eat, you would think that my metabolism would at least be a little bit faster because I'm constantly eating off the same plate. No, still big boned it. What else? But and Devin, my middle son, he's slower well. than me. Huh? I said, but at least you're shaped well, so that's oh, Coke bottle all day. Right now, I might be a two liter. <laughs> judge, judge your mama. Judge your mama. I might be a two liter. But when she dropped this quarantine 15 plus or more, <laughs> she she snatches a motherfucker. She coke bottle all day. I feel like okay? you to say try Jesus, not me. Try Jesus. <laughs> Don't try me. Cause I got hands. <laughs> I love that song. You know that shit actually charted on the Billboard charts. Really? Well, it is yes. a real song, but it, it just, charted like number twelve. It just seems so silly to me. Those lyrics are just so I don't know specific. <laughs> it's relevant to everything. Like, try Jesus. But don't try me. Because I fight. Like, yes. I will whip your ass if you come at me sideways. Like, who was it? Was it Rick Ross that said, God forgives, but I don't? Mm -hmm. 
Like if you need someone to forgive you of your sins, seek a higher calling, seek a higher power. I am not required to do that. I don't have to forgive you and let you know that it happened. I can go about my day unbothered because I'm not holding on to what the fuck you've done to me or said to me and let you stew in that shit. Try Jesus. <laughs> don't try me. Cause I got hands. Like that's like, Oh, everything to me. Everything. I, um, uh, <sighs> I think I listened to the song maybe twice and I just I thought it was gimmicky but I didn't think it was it, it had a nice like melody to it or whatever and the guy can actually sing but I was like hmm yeah this is kind of gimmicky it reminded me of um, gimmicky in the way that Afro man was gimmicky cause I got high because I got high <laughs> But you know what? I wish the guy or whatever, I don't know if it's a band or if it's just that guy, success all the way. I really thought it was like black. (laughs) I thought it was like some kind of parody video or something. Like, you know how people just make random videos Mm -hmm. or whatever. Like, I really didn't think it was real until he posted that he um charted man it was like other people posting him so much that i went to go look him up and looking through his instagram is when i saw that he charted on billboard and i'm like oh you serious about this shit <laughs> like this is a real music music career i don't know if his other songs are going to be like that but i thought it was a like kind of gimmicky like you said like i thought it was a parody satire whatever because they really looked like they were in in an asylum yeah in that video and I'm like yeah like I've had enough of I snapped and try Jesus now (laughs) don't try me I'm here because I got hands like that's how I looked at it until I saw he tried on the billboard but you know I played that for the hubs one day he kept getting on my nerves and I just turned it on Like, wow. listen here, sir. Try did, Jesus. Did he look at you like this chick? He did. <laughs> he said, Are you really playing that right now? Try Jesus. <laughs> like, for real. Like, I ain't gonna hit him. And I know his friends think I put my hands on him on him, but I don't. I'm not gonna hit him. He's still a man at the end of the day with more muscle than I have. But his friends think you abusing him. Yes. Oh my god. Yes, they do. His friends like really think that. All right. So I have a big personality, right? No mistake in that. I've even admitted, however long ago during this same recording, that I am an asshole. So they have gotten the same big poom poom energy that the rest of the world has gotten. Mm-hmm. But they really they think that like it's like reverse caveman like I'm bopping this dude upside his head and dragging him back in the house like no I actually respect my husband and I am not I don't give my husband the same energy that I give the rest of the world he's getting like asshole light compared to the rest of the world uh it's weird because mm, I feel like anybody who observes you guys for a day would be that very clearly. 
you know, like I would never look at you guys and say that either of you is putting their hands on the other, especially not mm-hmm. you. No, I, like I, I would never. Like that's, I'm not even built that way to to get into a physical altercation. I'm a talker. You know what I mean? Like if I, I'm I'm not that that's. I that's feel like I should have fought more in my life. Like every opportunity to fight, I should have taken it. Like <laughs> somebody talking smack, I should have just slapped a bitch. But um, a lot of times I'm just like, uh, my philosophy was always, I'm not going to fight anybody until they actually put their hands on me. And more often than not, people don't want to start a physical altercation with you. They just want to intimidate with words. And I think that's how you are, where they just, you just want to intimidate with words or you want to bother uh, with words. I, 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 I am the type of person who is willing to talk things out. When I am no longer willing to talk things out, watch out. Like that's when you need to be concerned. When I have now shut down, I'm not responding. I'm probably moving my rings from my left hand <laughs> to my right hand so I could cut your face with the rock of the diamond. Like I'm I have come a long way from hothead Stephanie who couldn't have a conversation, who had to go to anger management and talk about their feelings. Like, fuck that. <laughs> but, but, you know, like I'm, I don't treat him in a manner where I feel like I am degrading him in front of people. So I don't understand why they feel that way. I am mean to everyone else. Like, I have said some slick shit to all of his friend circle. And I have even cursed this whole I cursed this manager out. Girl, this this woman walked up to me and him um at a Christmas party at his job and was like, Oh, you got a thick baby mama. You got a thick baby mama, and just kept saying it. And I was like, excuse me, I have never been a baby mama. Like, get the fuck away from me with that shit. Like I wish that song was out there so I could tell her, bitch, try Jesus. Don't try me. Like, I have never been a baby mama. Go somewhere with that shit. I knew she was his supervisor when she approached me with that shit. But don't come to me talking about, oh, you got a thick baby mama. How about I've been with the same man for 17 years and have three kids with him. Don't say no thick baby mama. If you like the way I'm shaped, ma'am, you can say, oh, wow, you're beautiful. You're you're shaped nicely. Something. Tone it down. I Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't don't come and say that. I have checked her a couple of times. And she's one of the people that thinks that I put my hands on him. No, bitch. I put my words on you. He's good. You need to be scared. And I'm like, damn, I know I'm at your job. Might have risked it all. But she had to know. I have never been a baby mama. So fuck you and everything you stand for. I have cursed out people at the, I am always cursing people at this Christmas party. Some lady talking, you're going to send a child to reserve a table. I didn't know what this little girl was there for. Had my whole clan roll up to the table and was like, hey, is anyone sitting here? She said no. <laughs> and had everyone sit down. And then all of a sudden this lady, ah, ah, this our table, this our table, blah, blah, blah. And she yelling at the little girl at first, you should have told you not to sit here you know that you were holding the table no coats on the table on the chairs nothing anywho 
And so I'm like, all right, cool. We'll move with Fonse Rose to sit. Now she's in my face. Uh, I we I said this is our table. And I said, bitch, I heard you the first time you said that shit. Mm. Next time, you reserve the table and don't send a little punk-ass kid to do it. Again, try Jesus. Wow. Don't try Steph. Wow, punk and kid. Like, all these... You told me this one before. I forgot about the punk-ass kid part, though. <laughs> but... I didn't know that I didn't know who she was to share with. Apparently, her and um the the little meek little bitch dude that she was with both worked with him. I didn't know that. My bad. My bad. But don't cut. It's it's Christmas time, ma'am. Santa Claus is here. <laughs> you better have a cup. Of, have a cup of cheer and sit the hell down. <laughs> Try Jesus, don't try Steph. You got me fucked up in the game. Girl. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't put my hands on my husband. That's disrespectful as hell. Regard If he's my husband, if he's a stranger, whatever. I'm not going to hit a person unprovoked. Now, I do have a bad temper, and you have witnessed it. But I, I if I'm drinking, it is worse. And if I'm drinking, all bets are off. But except for my husband, I will not hit my husband. I will hit everybody else. I don't care. You have helped me find the same ring that I moved from the left hand to the right hand because I want to hit somebody in the head. This is true. I hope you're listening. I still hope. I hope that when I told you that I was going to knock the rest of your teeth out, <laughs> I hope that you heard me. Oh my god. Got that off my chest. And that was uh I was like, huh, if she actually gets into like a drunk fight, um like I would rather fight for somebody bothering you and messing with you if I have to fight, you know, that's what a what mm-hmm. a ride or die does. Like I'm not about to run from the battle, but I was like I'm going to be mad if I have to fight because this bitch is drunk and she's starting fights with people. <laughs> I feel like at some point you were sneaking a hit on me. Like, bitch, how, how dare you get me in this situation? And I feel like you hit me like on a sneak tip. <laughs> <laughs> What's crazy, that night I do not remember everything that happened. Like, I legit went through my phone and was like, did I stop to take a whole photo shoot in the middle of my anger? It's pictures of you, pictures of me, my cousins. I'm like, when did I perk up for these pictures? <laughs> I'm cute though. <laughs> that's that's what you get for um drinking those, those moonshine pizza. That's what you get. Oh fish of moonshine. <laughs> you still got yours in your fridge? Um, I took them out of the fridge. Um, and I have had them sitting like on a counter for like three months now, maybe two months. I don't know, but they are sitting there and they nothing has changed. Like the color hasn't changed, the fruit still oh. looks exactly the same. So that is some strong alcohol that that is embalming fluid. <laughs> Bet you if you open the jar right now, it's gonna sing to you. <laughs> try Jesus, don't try moonshine. <laughs> like no. that's why I'm mad that I didn't um remember to bring it down there. Um, because psh, 
man, we probably would have been crawling on the floor if we drank that man. You would still be here, Cara. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> I would have to take care of you. We would have to be a thruple at this point. Bitch, you live here now. I'll take the middle. I I like I like touchy feeliness. I'll take the middle. But what would you but, do yeah. with my clothes? I would need more closet space. Sharon would have to build another um, closet. He got to. This room over here. I move my. You desk. know what? I would just take um, Torrance's whole closet or half of his closet because <laughs> he he got clothes in there, but half of that stuff he can't even fit. So. He don't wear nothing. He got stuff in there with tags on it. <laughs> but I'm I'm just move his stuff to the side. We're gonna start out there. That's fine. I'm sure I can give you some drawers, drawer space and everything. Like come back <laughs> with your moonshine and um, you know, get this work. Next big poom poom energy. <laughs> 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 he was high for her money. <laughs> hey, <laughs> oh God, I choked on my cord. <laughs> Yo. You would think we were high or something. Like we are sober and shit. Like sober as hell. <laughs> Especially since I just realized that alcohol makes me hot. Like oh, yeah. definitely sober. I'm chilling and comfortable in my AC. If I take a sip of alcohol right now, I will break out in a sweat. So, but yeah. Oh man, it's probably gonna be a whole another year before I come down there again. I'm sure that moonshine will be in the same exact state. <laughs> nah, for fucking real. I wouldn't even I'd be afraid because even that night I didn't drink that much moonshine. Like because I'm funny about people about drinking after people. Oh, so it, to me, it was like once that thing hit rotation. I was done. I took the first sip and I never drank from it again. But we had been drinking that whole day in general. Yeah. That was uh yeah, we had the we were riding around with the big cups of alcohol. Mm-hmm. We had our ice, we had our that's when I was still on vodka, and we were like I was already feeling nice, like just sipping here and there to keep it going. That moonshine robbed me of some 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 moments. Like <laughs> nothing happened to me, but I know that there is like at least an hour of my life that I'll never get back. Um, I think it was that year. It, yeah, I think it was that year. I don't think we went. Um, the next time you you visited, um. But that was the year where I don't know where you were. I felt like you were upstairs outside most of the time. And mm -hmm. I was inside that packed place. And uh, that old guy tried to pay for my drink. I was with you. Okay. 
I was with you when that happened. Cat daddy. And he, <laughs> and he flashed you. all that money. And I was like, what I got to do for that? And he was like, nothing, nothing. He's like, you could put your little pocket change away. And I was like, ain't nothing in this life free. And I'm not getting down <laughs> on that. <laughs> <laughs> that dude was trying to own you for life. <laughs> Put you on, put you on his life insurance policy if you're lucky. <laughs> it was hot as shit in there. He had on way too many clothes. He had on the full fedora. Mm-hmm. I don't know that 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 night was crazy. That night was really for, crazy. It was it was wild as shit, and it's crazy. Like whenever, whenever it's me and my family, it tends to end up just being me and you. And the men, and I'm like, y'all, y'all don't be protecting people when when y'all get to drinking. You don't. You're very self serving, and y'all can have the rest of moonshine. In fact, I think I never got any more in moonshine because I refuse to drink after people, especially when I saw certain people put their lips on my jar. Mm-hmm. But I watched somebody eat the the peach, and I was like, oh yeah, y'all real alcoholic. <laughs> we don't know the proof on this. And now I I need water, and I'm not going back in this hot fish grease smelling place to get some, <laughs> Lord. But had I had some water, I might have calmed down, and I wouldn't try to punch the body in their mouth. So yeah. And it's messed up though when you stay knock the rest of your teeth out of it. They they really were missing half their teeth. That's a whole jack o' lantern <laughs> is what I told him he was. You are a jack-o'-lantern and I will knock the rest of your teeth out. <laughs> sir. Like, I'm good. Oh, man. That's uh, that's wild. How many years ago was that? Yeah. That was 2017. It was a year after my father died. Okay. So, only three years ago, but it seems like forever ago girl that was a good time though that was the year i went home three times that was my first trip of that year home that was fun that was a good time was that springtime yeah it was um right before memorial day okay so it's may and that was a good time i can't wait till the rona is over so that i can make these trips again i know what time of year not to go home i will not go home in may anymore (laughs) but i i really i love going home like i like being a visitor but i I like fulfilling my my homesickness like okay i got enough of home i'm a little overwhelmed but this is enough to last me until my next trip like i like it when i can go home multiple times i need this rona to be over so I could go home multiple times. I was supposed to go home in September. And uh, that was like probably going to be my second trip. I would have been there by now. But nope. Stuck here in the house. Thanks for nothing, Because some, somebody's mother said they're elderly and she can't come to their state. <laughs> and she can't come visit. So <laughs> I can't go see my mother because she said that she's elderly. <laughs> F that. F that. Like, oh, now you now you claim it? 
<laughs> Any other time I call that woman, oh, she don't claim it. But now the the Rona outside, ah, you know I'm elderly, Steph, and uh, <laughs> you can't be coming here. What? I'm high risk now, baby. What? <sighs> Shit, that is too funny. I'm mad, but she did. She did. Yeah. Um, I respect it because you know when I go home, um, other people end up coming over, and I don't want nobody to put my mom at risk. Including that me. is very true. You you do get your visitors over there. I saw your cousin the other night <clears throat> in Pat. The same one from this story? Um, no. Your girl oh. cousin that does hair. Oh, oh, yeah. We just happened to be. I was picking up Chinese, and she was getting something else, and I was like, "Hey." That was it. That's the story. Oh shit! <laughs> oh wait, I thought I thought you lost your signal. No, that, that's the story. <laughs> you should be glad that my story is um with story, and then forget why I started talking about that halfway through. And I do this every single time we talk. It's okay. that bad. My memory is shot. Like. I know we like 90 minutes into this tangent. It, it is what it is. But I think I have told you before, like when going for job interviews and they do that um, stars format for how to answer a question, where it's, was mm. it situation, time? What was it? Is it answer? To, I'll tell you. <laughs> situation, task, and. Now you got me saying answer. That ain't even the A. Situation, task, action, result. Okay. I forget why I'm talking about that by the time I get to T. So God damn, I start talking about the situation and I think I get halfway through the task and then I try to figure out what is A again and I'm just, I just go off. I just completely go off the rails because I don't know. I was like, why am I talking about, what is the point of this story? I forget like the whole point I'm trying to prove. Yeah. (laughs) And you know what's weird? I do that but I know well actually it's a lie because I still do go leave my room go downstairs and say, why am I in this kitchen? And then I'll look around the kitchen, open the fridge, open the freezer, go to the sink. I'm just like, why am I here? And a lot of times I do figure it out, but sometimes I have to go back upstairs and then let it come to me again. Damn. You know I got that old lady memory. You got that old lady memory. It's because your your dick too big, your blood, it's got to pick a place to go. You know what I'm saying? So either you're gonna have that BDE where you you got your third leg growing and the 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 blood is flowing all the way through the head of wow. that thing, or it'll go to your brain. It's got to pick. So a I'm head. like a stupid teenager where all my blood is uh, below the waist. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you, you're hard in math class right now. 
No reason. <laughs> Trapper keeper. <laughs> and now, young Takara, we need you to come to the board. What is three plus two divided by X? Like, <laughs> oh, oh, you know, um, yes. I think just because you brought up, even though it was a fake math equation, just because you brought up math, I was sitting there, um, sitting at like work, which is basically my downstairs extra bedroom. So that's the office now. Um, so I was sitting there doing work and then I was like, you know what? I want to figure out the percentage of something. So I sat there and I tried to figure out the percentage myself. And I was like, mm, no, this is not what I'm this is not what I'm trying to do. Cause I can figure out base <laughs> this good. I, I hate um, talking about stuff that makes me seem stupid, but it, it, we've already established <laughs> that I'm not great at math. Um, and also that like it's hard for me to do stuff, especially things that I need visuals for. It's hard for me to do that shit in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I was sitting there trying to figure out what this percentage would be um and I was just like hmm this is not working this is not coming out the way I want it to so I actually had to google um how do I figure percentages and I looked at it and it seemed pretty simple and I was just like "Mm, nope I'm not gonna remember this (laughs) like I'm not gonna remember this so all I can say is good Good luck to you with helping your kids with their schoolwork when school starts soon. Um, hopefully, they'll do better than I do with the math. <clears throat> Which one of your kids is good at math? Torrance. Oh, My godson. Got it. <laughs> Got this. Alright, yes. Um tangent has wound down. I cannot believe that out of the longest time that we've been up here, what 20 minutes of it was actually supposed to be discussed. Wait, <laughs> we started. I mean, all right, so I'll take the blame for starting us on the tangent right off the bat. What did we start it out talking about? Yeah, because we were talking about your babysitting stuff. Oh, that's right. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just went from there. Well, this was definitely um off the cuff thing. Nothing structured. It's all good. Uh I I hope our listening audience really liked hearing how silly we are. We are silly and crazy and mildly violent. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's, it's big energy. It is true. Big, how, how come you get to have a big poom poom energy and I have big dick energy? Well, I called you a dick and it just kind of stuck. But you can have big poom energy too. Show us your big poom poom. The look. Put your so big poom poom on the table. No, Go on, girl. No. Put your big poom poom on the table. 
I'll, I'll take the big dick energy because for about 10 years, I did used to tell everybody to suck my dick. Right. And I just I, always talk about slapping people in the face with mine. But then I had to stop saying it because my friends found the kryptonite when they were saying, okay, so take it out. They're like, well, now, now you ruined it. <laughs> Sherwin, Sherwin always says, present it. And I'm like, I got you. I'm still I'm holding true to it. But you know it's in my head. Now the poom poom though, that is that is all us. We got big poom poom energy. I put it upon the table. Now what you gonna do? Put it upon the table. <laughs> what you about to do with it? Like like it's a Thanksgiving turkey. <laughs> put it upon the Pam, table. <laughs> put it upon the table. It's got sides, there's stuffing, there's yams, there's greens. What you finna do with it? If you're real adventurous, there's some cranberry sauce too. Mm. Ew. Mm. Ew. I just thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a red light joke. It was not. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Whoopsie. But you know, when I realize, I mean, it's not for me to like if people put their just because I got a story for everything. But if people put their stuff on display, that's up to them to do that. But I don't know when leggings started becoming popular again, when people started wearing them as pants, every Mm -hmm. pair of leggings was super thin. Like every pair of leggings was very, very thin. And I remember when I worked at that um, department store and I like was selling perfume and crap, this young girl, she, she was probably an adult, but she was young. Uh, she was walking and she was wearing like white leggings, which were very see-through. And I'm not entirely sure that she had underwear on, but the leggings went like every crack in detail of her V of the vagine um, was all up, all up in it, all up in it. And I was that's, like, that's wow. not big poom that, that is hungry poom poom energy. city. And mm. that's what I realized. I was like, I don't like the look of that. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. Um, your your other lips are talking to me. I'm gonna need you to put those away. So I'm just like, and when you say big pum pum energy, I picture that, and I'm like, hmm, I don't like that. <laughs> oh no, your pum pum fat, you know. You know, let the hub say that to me. Oh, it's on and popping. You getting all this, all this BPE. <laughs> oh yeah, feel that. But um, mine is. I'm not about to describe it. I almost did. I forgot we're doing the podcast. This is not the phone. Oh my god. Let's just say mine ain't eating. Up. Okay, it, it's full. It could um, yeah. I'm glad that it, I'm glad that it's not eating stuff. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you are really 
people are really it's not doing like they have to think that we're drunk for this one I did not have enough liquor to get drunk. I just, I had a glass of something because I normally drink something during the podcast, but because I can't get to my refrigerator, thank you, Kendall, I don't have ice for liquor. I I saved the liquor before I cleared anything else out so I can get to my tequila with no problem. And I had to mix it with, you know, the little packets that you put in your water to, yeah. you know, give it different flavors. I mix it with a blueberry acai, however the fuck you say it, water packet in some water to make it taste like something because the um, lime juice mix is in the goddamn zipped up Dexter looking ass kitchen. That's what it looks like. It looks like Dexter. Yes, that makes sense. Yes, looks like Dexter. (laughs) (laughs) Life. I guess that's uh, that about wraps it up for this one, huh? Oh yeah, I'm about to put some Carmex on and go to sleep. <laughs> My lips dry now. Which lip, Steph? Can you imagine <laughs> if you, you put like Carmex? <laughs> I feel like if you ought to put Carmex on it, it's puckering. It puckered up for that. <laughs> And it thinks it's like, you. like like if it's the medicated one, it's like aren't they all medicated? Oh. Yeah. But ew. I mean it says lip protecting up there, but I don't think it was talking <laughs> about the downstairs lips. Like I'll I'll put it on my face lips, but the the B the BPE, I just feel like that a would little burn sting, a little. A little sting, I'm thinking. Like an uncomfortable effervescent <laughs> feel, like the opposite of what it feels like to bite into. A These are bubbles I don't like. <laughs> but you know, there's some people who might need Carmex for it. Um, not be, not just for dryness. You know, get a water-based something for that. But you know, you might need something. I don't know. It's medicated. I'm not going to go too deep in it. I don't care about your poo poo. I only care about my own. I'm just hmm. going to offer the, um, advanced, advanced medical advice of, uh, you know, I don't like to put lotion on. Like, it's just such a hassle. Honestly, I'm the worst. I'm the worst. I just, I, I'd rather be ashy. <laughs> I'd rather be ashy. I'm sorry. Like, I don't want ashy elbows. I don't want ashy knees. I don't want somebody to be able to play tic-tac-toe on my calf muscle. But I mean, I don't want to bother putting lotion on. You don't know how much of a chore it is. Like, after I take a shower and it feels better when you're just completely dry, you don't have anything on your skin. Um, at least for me, I'll put powder on and I'm just like, oh, I'm so nice and try. And then I realize I have to leave the house for something. And I'm like, damn it. I have to put lotion on. You know how many times I've worn, like I, I, instead of wearing flip flops, I'll throw on real shoes so I don't have to put lotion on my feet and I'll put on, I do that too. I'll put on pants 
or like long like full leggings so I don't have to lotion my legs yeah I only lotion what people can see yeah pretty much so anyway that that was a random tidbit I'm the worst mine is I I have big thighs and that's a lot of fucking lotion (laughs) I'm just lazy like you're not gonna see my thighs I hate wearing I love wearing shorts but I hate it because then I have to lotion the rest of my legs like uh, (laughs) it's a lot of lotion it's a lot of rubbing so yeah but by the way Carmex does have camphor um and hold up where did i just see it at because i'm being a dick right now (laughs) roll switch it says that it does help to relieve symptoms of cold sores and dry lips oh so if your bpe is a little dry or uh you know you got a little little cold sore downstairs you might you might be able to get away with some carmex until you can seek professional help both of which could technically be herpes both of which yeah you know what what? let's put our Mm -hmm. disclaimer up here for our our listeners dear listeners please Mm -hmm. do not put Carmex on your herpes bumps like on your genitals um facts if you do put it up there you are doing it uh through your own stupidity and not because we told you to i am not a doctor i just play one on this podcast <laughs> do not do not listen to me i've never had a hurt and i wouldn't dare put karmix downstairs seek medical help there's commercials for it like you can find something for you before you even leave the house Hey, did we talk about? I think I'm how... just tired now. <laughs> huh? Huh? What? I don't know. I don't know what you said. I said I think I'm just tired now. I'm just saying shit. Did you know there was like a cure for hepatitis C now? Oh, were? Yeah, and I think it cures people like relatively fast. They just take a course of meds and they're good. Um. Oh. Yeah, and I don't remember there being a big thing about Hep C, uh, being cured, but it there's definitely a cure for it now. So, uh, there's it, only one person I know with it, and I hope they don't get the cure. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Sure>. Well, <laughs> what? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. You're entitled to feel the way you feel. I feel my feels. <laughs> well, all right, guys. Um, thank you so much for sticking with us. This was a real clown show tonight. Yeah, I I enjoyed you learning about Takara's big dick and <laughs> my big pum pum energy. Yes. Uh, it was fun. It it was quite enjoyable. Um, thank you again. This has been me, Takara. And I'm Stephanie. Um, please follow A Thousand Miles Apart on all social media platforms. YouTube, not YouTube. Eh. What's it called? 
Facebook. I almost said Yahoo after that. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> just say MySpace. Yeah. Look, you get my MySpace, <laughs> Black Planet. <laughs> High five. <laughs> anyway, follow <laughs> Mi gente. Um, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Shit. What is it called? Apple Music. Instagram. Oh. Instagram. No, no. All right. I got it. I got it. I got it. Listen, guys. Follow us on <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at a thousand miles apart podcast. And you can also listen to us on all podcast platforms from Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else podcasts can be found. There we go. I got it together. Thank you so much for tuning in to A Thousand Miles Apart. Good Yay. job. Good job, Steph. <laughs> I need a cookie. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>